Welcome to Baiyan, a podcast about the intersection between Taiwanese and American culture. With me is Jack. Good morning, everyone. Anna. Hello. And Ryan. I'm back. Welcome back, Ryan. Thank you. Glad to have you again. It was fun getting to talk to you last time. All of my avid listeners, I'm back. <laughs> All of your avid listeners are requesting that you return, so we had no choice but to give in. <laughs> uh, so you've been gone for a while. You recently took a trip back to the states. How was that? It was almost a month, according to Jack. Apparently, he yeah. missed me. You say it's two weeks. It was two weeks. Yeah. I feel like a month. <laughs> <laughs> Absence makes the heart grow fonder, as they say. <laughs> it was really good, though. My sister got married, so that was fun. Oh. Yes. Have you met any girls in the marriage party? No, they were no. all my sister's friends. So it was like illegal. <laughs> my sister's twenty eight, so they were all adults. But uh, it was people I've known for like since they were babies. So it was not ah yeah. too too familiar. I was like a big brother to them still. So oh. it was yeah no. I was also in the wedding party, so I was, no, you don't mix in the wedding party. Sounds like a lot of excuses to me. <laughs> I heard it's a good place to meet people because uh. women are in a romantic mood. They just watch someone get married. Yeah, not at your family's wedding though. Like a little sister's wedding? No, that's weird. Oh. <laughs> no? That's <laughs> Fair enough. So okay. did, did you feel any culture shock? I mean, this is the first time you've been back in the States for how long? Uh, since the start of Corona, so three years. Three years. How, how did it feel just being back in the land of the free and the home of the brave? <laughs> <laughs> at home, the land of the homeless. Um, it was. <laughs> I flew into San Francisco. And that was my first impression of America, was the uh, the homelessness that's everywhere in San Francisco. And very dirty streets. Um, it was, like, shocking to go back to, go, coming from Japan, and then go back to America and just see trash on the side of the road. It was pretty shocking. It's changed? Or you no, that's, like that, 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 is, that is not changed. That's, that's just San Francisco. I mean, I think it's gotten a lot worse, oh. um, over the at least over the last 20 years. I mean, there's always been a lot of homelessness in California because it's a very progressive state. The weather's nice. It's a place where a lot of people want to be. And a lot of people come to California to chase their dreams. And some of those people end up living on the street. And then, of course, the drug epidemic has made that 100 times worse. Mm -hmm. But in the modern era, they don't, the police don't do anything about homelessness. Like if a business calls to complain that someone's living on the sidewalk out front of my business, there's nothing that anyone will do about it. They so just, there's not, there's too many. The pro I mean, it's like, there's not enough police to police the problem almost. It's like so rampant. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. We also had a huge um, political decision in the United States to decommission a bunch of the public mental health services. And a lot of those people who, who didn't necessarily have a drug problem but just had mental problems um, now are living on the streets because there's not a lot of support for those people. So, yeah, it's, it's a bad problem that's only gotten worse in recent times, especially in California. Especially in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. San Francisco and L.A. are the two uh, capitals of homelessness on the West Coast, I think. So besides that, um, any other big culture differences? What about like interacting with the people? How was that? Yeah, the loudness was shocking. Like my ears were, had to take some time to adjust to American voices. People we, are, just, we are loud people. People just talk a lot louder. Like you can, when you're walking around in like a, just a, like a shopping mall or whatever, it's, there's a higher volume of voices. It's very interesting. Those high volume come from teenagers or? No, everybody, everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Don't you think we're loud? No. No? 
Not at all.、Hmm. You are not quiet, but <laughs> you are not loud. <laughs> We're not quite that quiet, but not quite loud.、Mm, interesting. I have you guys. You've never been to America, either. No. I think you would be shocked when the, you go there. Okay.、Mm. Which city you recommend? Uh, it depends on what you would do. Travel for like sightseeing, like historical sightseeing, or I think they want to soak up the vibe, or like soak up the vibe. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like、so、Austin, Texas. No. Texas. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Not Texas. Austin. Austin, Texas. Texas. Yes, it's very different. Those are two very different things. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what it's like now, but back when I lived there, it was a great city,、mm-hmm. and people were very friendly. I don't know if that's what kind of vibe of America do you want? The dirty, seedy vibe, and go to San Francisco, <laughs> or New York. Do you want to be like shocked, <laughs> culturally shocked? <laughs> I don't. I don't think America is that bad. I, I know it has its issues,、yeah. but it's got lots of wonderful things about it as well. I think people will be pretty shocked. <laughs> people are also, in general, very friendly. Like、uh-huh. you'll just meet people in public and just start up a conversation with them. I think it's easy to make friends, easy to talk to people.、Mm-hmm. Um, If you're into that kind of thing, please don't talk to me on the street. And plus, America has everything that every other country has, but we always do it bigger and better. After you spend time in the states and you go abroad, everything that you go see and do. Always looks rather small. Like America does everything big.、Um, they've got a lot of the best stuff in the world there. It's awesome. The restaurants are amazing,、uh, and it's very diverse. You know, people think of it as this monolithic country, but it's very regional. You know, each region's got its own culture, its own、um, style of communication. It's yeah. I, I but think. But I remember somebody said、uh, it's high cost and low quality place. <laughs> high cost and low quality. <laughs> well, I, w- I would be one that would say that. <laughs> I would say that it's a. Like Japan, but in a different way—a place of extremes、mm. where they have the best of the best and some of the, you know. How about the hotel? I mean, they have—I'm sure—some of the best hotels in the world. And、uh, compared to Japan, like. Oh well, much、mm. bigger. Like I said, they do everything way bigger. I see. So your room will be twice the size. Oh. For the same price, you know. Yeah, but I just my my sister, for example,、yeah. uh, just stayed at one of the most like high end hotels in Lake、Ooh. Tahoe and hated it because it was so bad. Really? So I I mean, and I was like, I was telling her for the same price in Japan, if you stayed at Ryokan.、Mm. Um, you would get like dinner and breakfast, and you'd have a beautiful, you know, locale. And this、oh. was just like a hotel. So,、hmm. I don't know that that's everywhere. That's true. It's a land of great variety. You can have a horrible experience. You can have a wonderful one. It's all there to be discovered.、Huh. Yeah. How about if I want to see some historical like museums and landmarks? East Coast is better. Washington D.C. is a Washington, great place、D.C. to go for that. They have a lot of national museums there. Um, in general, the Northeast Coast, like he's talking about, is an older part of the United States.、Mm. So we don't have a lot of history, but、uh, what we, the oldest stuff we do have, is all up there. I see. Yeah, the West Coast, I would say, is more nature focused or like modern city focused stuff. I see. Yeah, especially the mid. I mean, like Colorado,、um, Nevada,、mm. uh, Oregon. Those kind of places are amazing for nature. If、mm. like you want to go camping or hiking or skiing or whatever, that's、oh. a great place for sightseeing. But there's not. Much history because it's just a very short. Like my city, my hometown is like I think eighty five years old, maybe. Ooh, eighty five. Maybe a little older、wow. than that, but not. Yeah. Yeah, not much American history, but of course there are other types of history there. There's indigenous history.、Mm. Um, if you're interested in that, you、yeah. know there were hundreds and hundreds of、um, different tribes all across the continent, and each and every one of them had their own languages, their own culture. So、mm. that that stuff's cool to see too.、Mm. Please come to the United States. You'll have a great time. I will. 
Yeah, or, I hope so. Or don't, and you won't miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, Ryan's not a fan. Uh, I think I'm interested. I was happy to come back. <laughs> you feel comfortable now here? Yes, more I feel comfortable. way more comfortable in, in Japan. You are Japanese now. I've become at least comfortable in Japan. I don't know about Japanese. <laughs> yeah, you know every bus both here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Amazing, amazing. Yeah. yeah, I think Anna would will be very interested to 51 Zone. <laughs> Ah, uh, Area Fifty One. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's you're, you're interested in that. Yeah, I've driven by it. It's it's not really anything. There's not much to see. Yeah, oh. not from the outside. There is it's a just town. A f- it's the fence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you, fence? yeah. You can't oh. go in. Obviously, it's oh. a government facility. But nearby, there is a town called Roswell, and um, like every store there will have some alien theme going on. Mm. You know, like they've got pictures of aliens. They've got little gift shops and stuff like that. It's it's. To me, it's a quintessential piece of Americana because a lot of what, for, like when I think of American culture, I think about road trips as a child and you're driving in your car because you just drive for days. You know, America's so big and uh, you have all these weird little roadside stops, right? Like come see the house made of Coke cans or like come all these weird roadside attractions that you'll see signs for on the highway. And Roswell is kind of one of those. It's like, oh, let's go check that out. And my dad would take us off course and we'd go out of our way to go through Waswell just to see what it's like and see what's there. And it's a bunch of weird, zany stuff, you know. It's, it's to me, very American. It's awesome. Cool. I think I will like it. Yeah, I think you will too. <laughs> I think you will too. But if you're looking for something substantial, uh, it's not there. Yeah, it's just Aww. a bunch of weird stuff. There's no, yeah, you're not going to see any UFOs taken off from there, unfortunately. Sadly. And, uh, and I definitely believe you American government hiding something. Oh, really? <laughs> They're not hiding anymore. They've been putting out those videos and, and stating that there's been unidentified flying objects. You've seen all those videos, right? Tic Tac yeah. UFO and all those? Yeah. yeah. Why did they suddenly change their mind? That's a to very good admit. question. Yeah. Enough. That's a very good question. We could do a whole episode what's that oh that's x-files ah x-files X-Files. a famous american tv oh. show about discovering mysteries like that yeah oh. mostly about aliens and supernatural kind of stuff yeah mm. so you're happy to be back yes well welcome back we missed you we're glad to have you as well what was your first meal after you arrived in japan yeah mm. curry curry Japanese curry <laughs> obviously <laughs> uh, obviously <laughs> No, I love Japanese curry. Well, rice. I just really missed rice. Mm. I went like two weeks without rice and it was killing me. I really... Or I had some rice and the rice in America is turd. It's horrible. It's really, really bad. (laughs) It's so interesting. You are so... Easternized. (laughs) I I really started to love rice. That's what my family was saying. They're like, wow, you really... (laughs) I think that's the most Japanese thing you've ever said. Dude, the rice was horrible. I went to a, like a place called The Rice Box in America, and you would assume The Rice Box would have good rice. No, it was horrible. What's so bad about it? It's dry and flaky and not it doesn't have like fluffiness. Um, they don't I don't think they wash their rice. They don't <laughs> All Asian people know you have to wash your rice. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That is news to Americans. We don't we don't know that you have to wash your rice. You don't wash. We what? just throw it right in there. And and we just it. throw it right. No, no one cooks with a rice cooker. It's like done in a pot. Bo- boil it in a pot, and it's a barbaric way. To the cook look on rice. Anna's face right now. She's. <laughs> it's a barbaric way to cook rice. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not our culture. You know, we're good at making the things that uh, you know we do. We like America has a lot of good food, but yeah, rice is not up there among them. Uh, you're wasting food. <laughs> no, no, no. I think just like a re- risotto. 
Risotto, oh, risotto is kind of like uh-huh. that, where you just cook it. Yeah, uh, risotto though is Italian, right? Uh, um, so did you guys get a chance to, Ryan, did you get a chance to watch Wavemakers? <laughs> I did. What yeah. did you think? I, I was enthralled. Enthralled, really? I didn't, I watched it from a very, uh, I didn't watch it as though it was a TV show. I was watching it as though it was like a cultural experience mm. or like a, a window into the Taiwanese mind. Um, mm. So I really didn't, like you, before the show, uh, you, what did you think of it? You can say it now. Me? Yeah. Uh, you know, to me, it just seemed like a very normal kind of show. I didn't see anything really that different about it. I mean, the production quality was good for something made abroad, especially in a smaller country like Taiwan, if that's where it was made, I'm assuming. Um, so, yeah, it just seemed like a very normal kind of drama to me. Nothing too outstanding about it. You're hurting our hearts. No kidding, kidding. And I, I didn't watch it at all thinking about whether it was good or bad. Yes. I just focused on, I was like, oh, this is really interesting from this perspective of like, you know, like comparing Taiwanese culture to what I know. Mm-hmm. And so I really didn't even think about the, the drama of it, interestingly enough. Yeah. What, what, but on my literary theory cap when I was watching it. <laughs> yeah. Th- so what most interested me in it is why is it such a big deal in Taiwan? And I started thinking about that. I'm like, well, I guess if you haven't had democracy, for a long time this is very exciting but you know coming from an american perspective it's just like yes this is democracy and i didn't think it's like making democracy look really great either it's kind of showing the underside Mm. of democracy you know how how the as we say how the sausage is made you know yeah um the the dirty said that in my entire life well that's what i said (laughs) (laughs) because have you ever seen sausage made at the end it looks like a nice little casing right uh, but if you actually see how it's made it's 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 not doesn't make you want to eat it and that's what this saying is about is when you actually see you know what goes on behind the scenes in democracy it's not uh, the perfect thing it's cooked up to be so that was my thoughts well, what were yours what did you guys think why are, why are people so into wave makers yeah it's super popular in taiwan mm. and we also very like it i think uh the first thing i like it is because the drama's quality because uh, we usually uh, have the drama with low quality and the, 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 the actors and actresses are very, they don't have much experience. So when you look at the drama, you will feel awkward. They are saying some line and totally not match the, their face. Yeah, like if you go back home, American drama maybe will naturally just open the door and go back home. But <laughs> maybe in our <laughs> series, maybe they will open the door and say, "Oh, I'm back." <laughs> I don't like this awkward thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let them Sh- try to explain to the audience. Yeah, yeah. 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 This is happening? just like Japanese drama. <laughs> <laughs> it's exact same thing. All the I, acting's bad. I think that's a really good thing that Netflix is doing though. Is it's bringing a lot of production money mm. out of the like typical place of Hollywood, America, and oh, it's. Yeah. Putting that in a lot of different places, so there's a lot of amazing like Spanish dramas and um, Mexican American dramas, South American dramas. It's it's very very interesting to see that with mm. Netflix. Mm. Mm. And yeah, that, that's a Netflix special, right? Am I not? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. Netflix. So Netflix, Netflix backed uh. some of that at least. Yeah, mm. yeah. So uh, uh, besides the the quality is good, I think it's describe many our cultural things. Like uh, like like go to singing the KTV a lot. Karaoke, karaoke. That's definitely the 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 culture in Taiwan. If you have some trouble with your cardiac or uh, 
your friend, you'd go to KTV and solve it. <laughs> yeah, so you totally be. I was going to ask, is that actually like a popular thing? Yeah. I was impressed yeah. by yeah. the karaoke room. It was massive. Is that like typical? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. It's uh, at the beginning, I don't like it because I, I don't want to sing and before so many people and the, the friend are closely. But the, it, the, the culture bring you to the place. And so when you go to KTV, some, somebody will take the mic all, all the day and somebody will keep <laughs> eating the beef noodle all the day. And the, the food in the KTV is quite good. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's, I think that's the culture things. That's many, like even the, the, the politician also go to KTV and yeah. discuss some business inside there. Yeah. Some of my favorite memories in Japan have been made in karaoke rooms. So I appreciate that that's also a Taiwanese thing. Yeah. Because that's one thing that, I mean, I, and at least in the my hometown does not have we have one karaoke bar and it's like you have to pay money per song to play it's oh, very is it a coin you need to put the you coin? have to like it's like bidding almost with the, <laughs> <laughs> to like, the highest bidder gets to sing a song it's oh. very interesting it's very different than like a karaoke room or karaoke box i see um at least my hometown does not have that so uh, karaoke is very fun culture i think yeah and also it describes many uh, in the uh, office place that uh, how people react and uh, how the supervisor uh, like react with the subordinates. Yeah, and uh, I think it's quite good. And also it dec- describes many like female uh, situation in the uh, office. Like yeah, yeah that's the part I was going to ask Anna about because yeah. I saw a lot of depiction of what it's like to be a female in a professional environment, and I know that's an experience that you have. Did you connect to that part of the show? Yeah, big time. Uh, I I read the writers and they talk about this kind of situation actually is happened on many women, and the situation maybe all similar, so uh, they decided to pick this as the main topic mm. to discuss. Yeah, it's certainly a female-driven show, I would say. Yeah. Mm. The, all of the like the most powerful characters, the memorable characters are the females in the, the show. Yeah. Because it currently, I think, in the uh, job market in Taiwan, the female involved more and more. When I start my job, our company have around 10% of females. Oh. And mm. now it's rising to 50 and 60%. Wow. So it's happening in our generation. Maybe yeah. in the, I think... Uh, compared to America, now it's more late, and but but still now, female involved more and more. So this kind of topic now bring to the stage and people discuss about it. Yeah, I think that's a good thing to chat about. Yeah, I think all the things that I didn't seem special to me about this show is is they aren't special in America. You know, shows yeah. with good production quality with strong female leads, <laughs> uh, that that's just normal. Yeah. Yeah, that's why at the first beginning I saw these series is really good mm. and i want you to see because i think for us it's a good summary of taiwan's current situations like what is our progressive thinking's the status how do we think about the death penalty the woman power that that of things but maybe we still have long way to go compared to america I don't That's know if you want to put America that high on the pedestal. <laughs> 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 yeah. Go a different direction. <laughs> uh, different, yeah. mm. That's why that didn't go popular in worldwide. Right. Uh, so it's just, I think this is really explained like what 
Taiwan's now. Mm. I think like, it's very specific uh, culturally to Taiwanese. And yeah. Maybe to, like, we are obviously, Joe and I are interested because we're friends with a lot of Taiwanese people. Uh, so that for me, like I said, like I really didn't think about it as a good show or a bad show. I was really interested in the cultural aspect of it. Mm. But that might be why it's not as popular abroad is because people yeah. maybe don't know much about yeah. Taiwan. I, I normally would uh, never watch this show. Uh, but, um, you know, because I have an interest in Taiwan, it makes it interesting. Mm. It makes it fun. But normally just if, if I didn't, I would just skip it. I see. It wouldn't catch yeah. my interest, you know. I think for, for Taiwan's cultural industry, in past decades, we were like creating the idols, just mm. like now uh, Korean, Korean did. And uh, maybe recently we, we find out, oh, Korea is too strong. We cannot be there. <laughs> so <laughs> we start to do this kind of drama. Like uh, we go into the deep topic and uh, the, describe the social situation. And this kind of drama, I believe, for Japan and America, Western world already make a lot, but it's just the beginning of maybe the Chinese-speaking world. So mm. many uh, uh, Chinese audience and Taiwanese audience, when we watch this, we will feel like, oh, finally we have a good product. Like, <laughs> like, like we can describe our own questions, our own problems, because a Westerner, you you describe your your problems, yeah, and that doesn't fit Taiwan actually. And so we describe our own uh, problems by our drama. So it's very encouraged people i think yeah, again mm. netflix has its problems but i think that's an awesome thing of netflix is it really and with the production value going to other places really gives people a voice which is cool mm. yeah so what's the reaction been like in general in the chinese speaking world to this drama do is it are you able to watch it in china what have people in china thought of it i, I think they have two main uh websites they, they, they can make comment of the uh, dramas and movies and one of it banned it at the very beginning day. <laughs> and, uh, I'm surprised it was a lot. I think people were allowed to watch it. Yeah, uh, but they can do the VPN, so they can ah. still watch it. And I think it's also, uh, many Chinese audience, they, they love it. And I think that's because we share same culture. So now our female uh, encounter many problems in the uh, social, in the society, and also in the job market. I think that's what's also happening in China. So that's why they, they feel very strong connection to our show. And they, I, I think they, they comment many things that we, we should put female on power. We should give them more power. And then uh, how do we like fight back? Because this drama is talking about how female fight back to the, the male leading society. Yeah. Something like that. And it, it has many, like we call it golden sentence. <laughs> it, it's saying... Uh, one of the uh, supervisor he told to her employee that we don't let it go this time. Yeah, yeah because yeah, every yeah, time really when you yeah encounter the best thing happen, the I think our culture will say ah we we just uh for the greater good we just uh pretend like nothing happened. Yeah, and the supervisor she said we this time we don't do this way. We yeah. we don't give up. We will uh make the guy pay the price. Yeah, yeah. So they love this sentence. And another sentence is that the, uh, the, the president in the drama, she said that, uh, please wait until this society can catch up you. Because they've been, uh, I think it's sexual harassment. Mm. And uh, uh, they, they don't get the results that really uh, represent justice. Mm. The, the guy just being fired. Yeah. There's no like apologize or something or officially. Uh, yeah, there's no real change in the behavior. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. also the environment not change, and the uh, people who are stubborn they still stubborn. Environment not change. The president candidate she apologized to those 
to female and said, uh, please wait until this society can catch up you. Mm. So that's a very inspiring sentence in, in the drama. Mm. So that sentence also make many echo in Chinese uh, audience. Interesting. Yeah. So on one side, people can make comments on the show and the other side, they can't. So they still can. Yeah. No, now two websites opened it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's probably the biggest takeaway I had from this show is I realized something, which is probably obvious to you guys, but I never thought about is why does China want to assimilate Taiwan so badly? And I always thought it was just about the chips. But um, this show kind of highlights an even probably bigger issue is they don't want a Chinese democracy next door showing people an alternative form of government to what they currently have. That's the most dangerous thing about Taiwan is the example it's setting for what a Chinese democracy can look like. And that's that's what this show is all about, right? It's yeah. about Taiwanese demo- democracy. What, what do you guys think of the portrayal of democracy in this show? I mean, they're showing the, the campaign. This is all about campaign uh, design and about um, political campaigns. Uh, what do you guys think about the way they depict political campaigns in the show? I think they, they describe very honestly. Yeah, and uh, a little bit too bright maybe (laughs) too bright bright. Uh, i believe it's more dirty but it's uh like 90 percent honest yeah and i think uh yeah this this also one good point that i think in china there are many many like normal people who who can actually know the taiwan situation and actually don't want to like oh we need to attack taiwan like that so we need to get their more support in their uh uh, uh, the citizens mm. layer, and because we have same culture, so everything is so similar. The the bad habits, the bad culture, the the dirty stuff we do, so so we can share the same feeling. Yeah. Mm. So when I watched the show, I was thinking, why are they censoring this in China? They should show this in China. It shows <laughs> the downside of democracy, which oh. is that these campaigns are run like a business, and it's all about image and fundraising. And, you know, they don't talk a lot about the issues necessarily. Uh It's about, you know, perception of the candidate and who looks good on TV and backroom deals and all the downsides of democracy. So I was like, they should be showing this in China to highlight the difference between, um, you know, the way the two governments are run. Not to say that, you know, the way that the CCP is run is a bed of roses or anything, but I thought it kind of highlighted some of the, the hard parts of democracy, too. But I think you're right. They do they do make it look a little brighter than reality. But yeah. still, they do show a lot of the you know mm. backroom stuff. Yeah, I think uh, because I, for me, democracy is all the art about negotiation, and people need to compromise. Right? You are you are progressive, but you need to compromise a lot. Right? Your progressive idea cannot hundred percent like like implement to this society. So it's the art about compromise. Hmm. Yeah. So I think it's not a message they are allowed to to send. Right. Right. Because you can't have compromise in the CCP. It's got to be <laughs> only one way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think maybe this also explain like in America, maybe Asian is very quiet. Maybe the image. Yeah, the image maybe is very quiet. Maybe this drama explains why Asians keep like very quiet. Mm. Like, and why is that? I think it's we. We just don't. We just everything. We just want to let it go and to to maintain the harmony. The harmony. harmony yeah. m- it's it's very important in for us. 
like my mom, if、uh, she met something like difficulty, she always say maybe it's the previous life, <laughs> and she <laughs> has some karma. Yeah,、uh, and then she, so they mention karma a lot in the show. So yeah, that's like yeah, a common、yeah. that's a common thing in Taiwan. People believe really strongly in karma. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like religion things, but uh, uh, it's a common concept.、Hmm. Uh, yeah. So it's like kind of the idea of like Japanese shikatanai. Like there's no, it cannot be helped. There's nothing you can do about it. Yes. Like it was decided in a previous life, so now we have to deal with it. Kind of、yes. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we have suffer. We have to suffer because the previous life you did something bad, so you just need to pay back and nest. Uh, life, then you 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 will have a good life.、Hmm. It's、uh, like it's like the dark side of harmony. Like harmony is great, but、uh, sometimes you need disharmony, right? If someone does something wrong, yes, it's upsetting to address it and to talk about it and to confront them, but that's necessary because otherwise these wrongs just keep getting done, and it encourages people to do wrong because they know that no one's going to raise their voice against it, and everyone will just try and keep the peace, just keep quiet, and pretend like everything's fine.、Um, so yeah, it's the dark side of harmony. But the、uh, the opposite then gets. Well, I don't know if we want to bring this up. The <laughs> <laughs> yes.、Um, like, if you get too expressive of your ideas, where everyone feels like they are able to express their voice at any time, then it also just becomes needless arguments. Yeah.、So、there is there is a balance in between somewhere between, like severe individualism and harmony that I think is probably the true best.、Um, but. Strongly、know. disagree. No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs>、uh, you see this on like comment sections a lot, where people just like feel entitled to have their opinion be, you know, accepted, despite the fact that it's like their singular opinion that's very small within their own section, and they get very ag- aggressive and angry when people don't agree with their. Yeah,、opinions. I totally agree with you, though. It is 100% a balance. Like, when do you break the harmony, and when do you just let it go? And、yeah. I think most of the time you should let stuff go. Most of the things people get upset about, they're not really important. But the hard part then is knowing what is important and what is worth making the situation uncomfortable to address. And that's you know,、yeah. that's that's the art. That is the tough art, the、yeah. art of harmony. We should、yeah. write a book about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, another point is that I think that's the China, the big and strong enemy just out there、mm. next to us is the big. Motivation that we keep pushing to progressive way. Yeah, I for I, us. I do have some questions、uh, about like what I saw in, in Wave Makers. Speaking of progressive,、um, the main character is homosexual. Is that I know that、uh, Taiwan was one of the first countries I think to legalize homosexual、yeah. marriage. Is that true? Yeah, true. Yeah, in Asia. In Asia. In Asia. Is that、uh, is that common in 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 Taiwan, to see like homosexual partners, and it's not like—is there a strong stigma against it? What is the like the typical day-to-day feeling of that? For because, like, I mean, I have plenty of homosexual friends in America,、mm. and I guess probably it's imagined that it's fairly progressive in America, but there's still a lot of stigmatization that people have to deal with. I think in the in the school life, I see many like hom- homosexual couples. Yeah, and、uh, after going to the drama market. I I think they try to hide.、Mm. You 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 can see some like sign, but actually they they don't show. They don't say it. Really, they don't they don't reveal it, and、uh, they don't bring their this topic to the job market. So、mm. yeah, I think that's af- interesting. After people go into job market, they tend to hide it. Yeah, the, and we we work in a uh 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 the chip company. Yeah. So in the chip company, this kind of t- 
couple are very few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Why do you think they hide it? Do you think they'll have like a? Let, let they fear like some kind of pressure or something. Yeah, they they mm. just maybe they don't want to bring this topic to the professional world, mm. and uh, they they don't want to get the unnecessary trouble. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Interesting. Yeah. Rana, any comments? Mm. Yeah. Actually, our referendum result actually. The majority people don't want uh, Taiwan to become the legals of the uh, marriage of the homosexual couples. Mm. So, but the government forced the parliament and to change the law is like this. So, Interesting. Yeah. So actually, the majority still don't accept this. Oh really? Like my aunties, and she think if we uh, accept this, then like uh, society will collapse. Uh-huh. And so it's mostly older generations. Older generations still don't y- accept it. But younger generations, you would say, do accept it more. Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. Well, if if your auntie's listening, I just want to let her know: homosexuals will not collapse your society. It will be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just normal people, just like you and me. Uh, uh, it's it's proof. It's fine. We're not collapsed. Haven't <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. collapsed yet. Yeah. yeah already uh, passed for three or four years. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so it's legal, but it's definitely uh, a touchier subject than in the U.S., for example, and people aren't as comfortable. I mean, in general, I would say in your culture, people don't share as much personal information as we do in the States. We're very uh, open and we, we, we like to share our personal stories with people. So I think in general, you know, that's the kind of thing that wouldn't be brought up. But then also there is still a lot of pressure and a lot of um, older way of thinking around this issue. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's uh, when Taiwan government push the progressive issues, it always need to like fall back, like many many topics like the same uh, same sex marriage. Mm. If it fall back in two thousand eighteen, we totally like lose mm. the vote, mm. and then uh, and and also also many like the death penalty yeah. topics. Like yeah. they want to push this uh topic to the as a bill. But uh, it usually like need to fall back many years. Uh, so yeah, I think the, the the fight between progressive power and the conservative power in Taiwan is very interesting. Hmm. That uh, if you if you push too much, you will lose next election. <laughs> yeah, that okay. is forever the push and pull of democracy. Unfortunately, Thanks. speaking of that uh, part of the the show, though, there's another interesting thing where the uh, the vice president candidate is cheating on his wife. And I wanted to I wanted to mention this. Is this a co- is cheating fairly common in Taiwan? Yeah. Yes. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, are you saying? I no, no, <laughs> I'm not saying. <laughs> Many ce- ce- celebrities. Oh, they, celebrity. They, they, yeah. They're cheating. Yeah, and yeah. People I don't know. forgive them. So it's a Joe. problem. <laughs> Joe, are you okay? <laughs> so it's a problem of uh, focus here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem of I, I think what the, the the what they were showing of it was like a problem of a elite, like really rich people. Yeah, oh. it, it's common in like really rich circles to cheat. It has some joke. Not not only the rich people and the good looking people can cheat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a luxury, right? Yeah, yeah it's a luxury. O- also, the poor and the good looking people can cheat. <laughs> in Taiwan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because some. Many ce- celebrities, or some of them, I was my favorite writers, and they they they, they cheat, mm. and then they come and apologize. That apologize is so fake. Oh yeah, wow. like they just 
accidentally touched their lip. Other people, lip. I'm like, what? How <laughs> accidentally. could you accidentally touch? Yeah, oh, no. and just touch is not kiss. And <laughs> yeah, at the end they don't they don't pretend. They just go. They just like divorce and go to go 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 marriage again with the 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 how to say that oh. the mistress mistress yeah would be the yeah. wo- the name for the woman. It's <laughs> okay. Yeah, and oh. then they they don't pretend. And I was like, oh my god! So you you write so many novels talking about love, talking oh. about the <laughs> your, the bright side, and then you cheat, and then oh. people even forgive him. Uh, so yeah, yeah I, I I think this is quite common. Yeah, that that's a very famous uh, word for men. This failure is every man is possible to mm. cheating. Yeah. Mm. Do you think that's true? I I don't know, Jack. <laughs> 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 Please come. Touchy, touchy subject. Touchy, touchy subject. It's not. Put true. the knife down, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> There was no knife, just so the <laughs> just so the listeners know, there's no actual <laughs> knife. Yeah. That actually is the perfect segue. You mentioned that there is an author that you looked up to yeah. who came out with a scandal of infidelity. Um, you recommended a book to me recently, uh, The Three Body Problem. Mm. And what's the name of the author? How do you pronounce it? Xu Xin Lu. That didn't sound anything like what I. Said. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they have it written. Get it? No. Oh. Where I downloaded it, they spelled the first name really weird. C I X I N. I've never seen oh. a Chinese name That's written like this. Xin. 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 Yeah, we know uh, you like it. How, how did you know? Because you are trying to write the sci-fi. Yeah, I, lo- yeah, I like science yeah, fiction. Yeah, yeah, And you also like the uh, revolution, right? I, I, cultural I'm, revolution. I'm fascinated by the cultural yeah. revolution. And when we read this book, it's combined together yeah. and talking about some... Yeah, uh, fascinating. The, in, the combination of history and science fiction is really cool. It's not something I've run into a lot. I thought it's really creative. Mm. Uh, so... Do you know anything about this author? Who is this person who wrote this book? Where are they from? He's an engineer, and he keep watching or keep like like updating the the latest technology developer, and then he he write this book on, on his like off off work timing, so it's take long time. He he's Chinese, right? He's yeah. Chinese. He live in Chinese mainland. Mandarin, uh, is this book banned in China? No, no, it's not. No. Uh, they are go- They uh, Netflix is going to make the uh, series. Series, really? and also recently China is also make their series. Yeah, yeah. How is this book not banned in China? I, I would ban this uh, before I banned Wave Makers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because, I mean, their depiction uh, of the Cultural Revolution is not flattering, uh, as it shouldn't be. I think I think actually the the the, the government CCP their their attitude to the the cultural revolution is not very clear. They kind of try to ban it, and also they also somehow admit it was a bad. <laughs> it was it was a tragedy. My thinking was poisoned by the gang of four. <laughs> That's yeah. the magical sentence you say anytime in China. This issue is brought up about the dark side of the cultural revolution. Everything is blamed on Mao's wife and yeah. her colleagues, who she, you know, her cohorts. And uh, when everyone wanted to be forgiven for all the horrible things they'd done during the Cultural Revolution, the magic sentence that would help you escape was, "My thinking was poisoned by the Gang of Four. 
And that just explains it all away as if everything that happened was just because of these four people near the top. Uh, fascinating. Yeah, yeah. And I think he, he's, his age is like 45. Oh. Only 45, I don't know. Or, or older, slightly uh, older. We, we try to find his son review, but it's just little. Mm. Uh, mm. It's a beautifully written book. The imagery, yeah. too, is particularly... And that was another question I had for you guys. Like, when you read a book that was written in Russian, has been translated, Russians will tell you that you can't get the full effect. Not everything comes through in translation. It's even more beautiful when you read it in Russian. You guys read this book in Chinese, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh I'll have to get some passages from the English version to compare. But I'm wondering, when you read things that have been translated into English that were written in Chinese, do you feel something's lost, something's missed? But we don't read the English. So you haven't read the English version of this <laughs> yeah, book. Yeah. Uh, but um, in general, like you guys have experienced translations before, right? You've uh, seen stuff in English that was written in Chinese. I think most mostly it can translate. It comes like, through like like eighty percent because the grammar is very the, the similar. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think I I we think every fiction lover will love this book. Yeah, it because was beautifully written. Only the Chinese can write a fiction like this. I think he's the perfect writer of this book. He has some edge, so he knows many things about the. Uh, cultural revolution and also he updated the latest technology so he knows what the human the cutting edge technology is where so he kind of combined together the most special part is that if this is a westerner writer the westerner writer always say something about the hero's journey like in this kind of situation always some people will stand stand out and fight back and bring the people but uh, I think because he knows many, many things about the Cultural Revolution. So he knows, no, there's no hero. Nobody, nobody will stand out. So all the, all the group, they will become detectorship so quick. He, he, he described this kind of dark moment of human, like many, many. So that's why I say the Cultural Revolution is, is, is actually not Chinese thing. It's the human things. Actually, it's the, it's the biggest like like society experiment. That's how human can be so weak, so dark, and so sacrificed to the group. That that the individualism actually will be destroyed so easily. Yeah, just put anyone without food for two days and watch their personality change. Exactly. Yes, exactly. exactly. So that's why the, the, because they are talking about the alien. Alien is coming from the three bodies. And there is, they have the three sons, uh, for for. Uh, Don't spoil your too much. And then uh, because the three bodies cannot, uh, like predict it, so you you will not know like when when will be. When our civilization will be destroyed, yeah, uh, and when when will be a stable like whether we can develop our civilization? Yeah, yeah. so maybe they will build up, up a civilized civilization, and maybe just like one minute, and they would all destroy it. If oh, maybe okay. two sounds will come out or something, uh, so this is talking about like maybe human or aliens if they only care about survive, and yeah. what will it be? Yeah, the like, the problem is we're all just we're all monkeys. So. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we like to believe that we're higher than monkeys, but we're really just animals. And when you take away, our, like when you put like 
um, the necessi- necessity to survive in front of us, a lot of people change quite a lot. Oh, yeah. So oh. when I when I read this book, I feel super heavy. Oh. That actually we, the humankind, are bad species. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, they, they have the example. They said we are the oh. humans, just like the cancers. Yeah, and, and all oh. the beautiful thing we built. That um, many or many things start from Westerner are because we have so much resource. Hmm. Like individualism is something the Asian people are so admire. That like we the want luxury. our uh, yeah, the, uh, we want our individualism. But the, in this book, it just saying that it's very fragile. It's, yeah. if you don't have resource, it will destroy in a moment. And nobody with like like the human beings noble part. Like like you will sacrifice for people, you will sacrifice for value, you will fight for like democracy or individualism. Actually, are fake. Yeah, only if your belly is full and you're safe. <laughs> yeah, so that's 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 why I say only he can write this novel and reveal this part. It's so heavy. It's yeah, it's an interesting perspective for sure. Yeah. Well, I think that's a wonderful way to end the show. On a <laughs> darkness Make sure and gloom. to eat your food, everybody. <laughs> Don't get hangry. Yeah, but I, I think it is worth noting that, you know, yes, we do come from primates, and yes, we are animals, and yes, um, you know, in difficult circumstances, people will behave that way. But, you know, we have the possibility to be more. You know, we dream to be more. The fact that we even talk about this and can think about this and you know wish for more means that there is a difference um, between us and just a purely animal existence and yes um, the modern world is very fragile as we saw during covid you know as soon as things got tough people really devolved into group think and um, it got it got quite dicey pretty quickly but you know we dream of more yeah uh, sorry i also have one point <laughs> another point i think it's also describe a civilization when it's like progress it it's described actually human being become weak, become weak. Like our our uh, our parent generation, when they look at us, they will think we are so fragile. Yeah. Like our our mental part or our physical part, and how many uh, suffer we can take are so much less than them. This this is actually a big topic. Uh, yeah. What is his name? Andrew Huberman is a neuroscientist that talks about this a lot. Oh. That uh the modern humans don't suffer enough to build the necessary um, like survival mechanisms to deal with the modern life. Cause we're just so, we live such a comfortable life that it's like yeah. too comfortable in a way. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. Which is very, very an interesting thing to think about where we've like kind of transcended suffering to a point that it's almost bad for us where we're like become weaker. And that's why you get things like obesity and, you know, depression. Depression is a modern, um, modern disease because of, you know, our life, anxiety, all of that has come from the the pressures of modern life, which yeah. is very interesting to think about. And I think that's how I, the, maybe the Chinese people, when they look outside world, they actually think, oh my God, you guys are so fragile and, and you are so mm. naive, actually. You believe this kind of honesty, you believe this kind of like uh, dignity. And for us, everything can, uh, is tradable, everything can give up and everything can sacrifice. So I think that's how the civilization like progress. People were getting like more, more and more fragile, and uh, but but on the same time, still the uh, wealthy country like Japan and uh, the Europe and United States are still keeping powerful, and there's no sign that uh, this kind of powerful will de- decay 
or something. So I think it's it's just the conversation between di- different kind of uh, civilization. <laughs> It's yeah, different progress, yeah. different yeah. progression. And, and when you ask yourself about that, like why the power balance is remaining the way that it is, the question's why, right? Yeah. Is it because of people's attitudes on the nature of life and suffering and the you know human um, situation, or is it because of geographic and economic reasons that underpin you know? Yeah. It's, it's, or just cosmic chance that's the way it happens and now that's the way it is i i truly hope that uh after like people become civilized civilized and and when people give up the conspiracy when people become honest they can still be strong that's that's the hope i have it's yeah. a beautiful dream yeah that is a hope but i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i guess i'm in the darker camp of human thinking <laughs> anna how about you optimist pessimist realist yeah oh, are you optimistic about humanity's future or pessimistic i think uh i read that book and i feel like that is the realistic the 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 author like he's not optimistic and pessimistic because this emotion is too luxury for for them, so they just keep the realistic like what's really happening and what will happen I- in the future. Is that how you look at life as well, realistically rather than pessimistically? Or? Uh, yeah. Before I'm more optimistic, but yeah. when I grow up, maybe now it's more <laughs> realistic. I think. Uh, All pessimists call pessimists, themselves yeah. realists. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah, realism, unfortunately, reality is fairly dark, so that kind of makes you a pessimist. Or is it? Mm. Uh, it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's up for debate. <laughs> yeah, so when I, I think previous many episodes, I mentioned to you that Taiwanese are very like practical. We are realistic. So that's how we we find we are so common with the we have so many to share with Chinese culture. We, we are almost, almost same uh, when we say we are uh, realistic. That means every price can be paid, and every like we we can sacrifice many 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 of things just for the purpose. Uh, but the the uh, the the individualism saying that no, there's some value cannot be traded. Yeah. So uh, I'm so afraid that the future is dark. <laughs> Yeah, again, I really think that the uh, answer is somewhere in the in between, but we'll see if anyone ever gets there. Yeah, your 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 description of um, this particularly Chinese mindset of the world it terrifies me. Oh, it yeah. absolutely terrifies me to hear that that's the way that people think. Yeah, um, fascinating book. Really, I'm looking forward to continuing it. I'm definitely going to finish this one. And there's three books total, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ryan, you should definitely pick it up. I know I wasn't given the homework. I, 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 I want to. It was just. It wasn't homework. They just recommended it to me because they know I like sci-fi and they know I like history, particularly history of. Um, you guys don't think I read? I, I read a lot. <laughs> if you need, we can lend you the book. You were out of town uh, you, in Mandarin. In <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, work on your Mandarin. Next right. time, I'll come back speaking Chinese. So one, give me a couple. Of <laughs> Well, it's been a fascinating episode, and I'm looking forward to talking about wave makers and the three-body problem more in the future mm-hmm. as I get deeper into it. Um, yeah, really fascinating stuff. Thank you guys for, for joining me. It's been awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See you. See you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.